0: dogs with Chancy and Chief. I'm Chansey he's Chief. it been a minute, my friend. How was your prima? It
1: was good. It was good. Uh, it helped me to, to forget a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. You know, half the time, me and my brothers and my dad end up talking about Georgia football anyway, so it's not like I could really forget, but uh, there was there was some good. There was some good in there, and there was, there was also some bad, so... Uh, we'll kind of dive into both sides of that, but um, yeah, man, aside from that, had a good Christmas, good time with family, got to see uh, my side of the family, went to uh, go visit the in-laws for a little bit, you know, drank some beer and hung out with fam and played some games, had a good time. How about you?
0: Yeah, it was, it was real good. I wanted to lead today on a little good note before we had to talk about football mm-hmm. and then get my spirits down, but uh, Christmas was good. Got to. Uh, it, was, it was quiet Christmas, and uh, and honestly, I, I was telling you this beforehand. I had basically, after witnessing that game, that SEC championship game in person, I I had almost just like rejected football from my mind. I just I <laughs> I haven't. I didn't think about it. Like you were talking to me about some bowl games that had already happened. I watched the playoff games, but I have virtually watched no football. Uh, minus, like say, I, I'll flip through the channels and see something, or or if I'm I was working and went to lunch and saw it then. But I have just repressed it. Uh, but, well, you
1: watched both the both of the playoff games, didn't you?
0: Right, yeah. I watched yeah. the playoff games, and, and and we're gonna talk about those. But um, I, I've just I've been afraid to watch it, man. It's like it's like getting beat, like literally physically beaten all over again. <laughs> Like having flashbacks <laughs> <laughs> having flashbacks man it's ridiculous
1: but uh, but let me tell you you hadn't missed much it's been a pretty I mean normally you don't get into the decent games until like the the week before New Year's Eve like maybe the 27th or the 28th so I would say like Friday was the beginning last Friday was kind of the beginning of some of the better games uh, but even the better for the better games the only one that kind of stands out that wasn't one of the playoff games. Was the Texas A&M uh, Oklahoma State game, and even that was just like, who cares? I don't even know what kind of I don't know what the bowl was. I, I, it was, I, I don't, it wasn't the Alamo Bowl because I know Texas is playing in that. It might have been like the Heart of Texas Bowl. Like who, who cares? Uh, <laughs> Honestly, Texas since A&M the, did win, since, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's all that. Even especially since the playoff happened, it's basically made every other bowl just meaningless in, in –
1: it really had a big effect in that. Uh, I was going to bring that up. You know, it's. I, I think it's been a hot topic lately, uh, because, especially I, I think when we first started with the playoff, what was that, 2015? You know, I think everybody still kind of collectively was like, oh, the Rose Bowl is still a big deal. The Sugar Bowl still a big deal. Eh, maybe not so much the Orange Bowl, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, now I feel like it's even more and more just like, well, These big playoff games, I mean, these big bowl games outside of the playoff, they don't matter. And the kids think that, too. The the athletes think that. And it's been kind of, I mean, I was talking with Tyler about it the other day, but, man, I mean, the Sugar Bowl used to mean something. When we won it in 2007, or, well, 2008, it meant something. I mean, of course, you're playing in the BCS at that time. And so I guess you're trying to get a higher ranking. But, like, we didn't have guys. I mean, yeah, there was plenty of guys on that team that went to the NFL. But we didn't have guys sitting out, I mean, all over the place. And, I I mean, it's – and to be honest with you, it meant about – I mean, it really meant about as much as it does now, the Sugar Bowl does. But now you have kids, different mindset. It's all about I don't want to hurt myself before, before going to the NFL, which I kind of understand. But at the same time, man, you got one more chance to play with your team. I don't know. Well, and, what are
0: your my, thoughts? Well, you know, it's funny. I was talking to my dad about it yesterday, and, and he was he was he was pretty frustrated. Uh, I mean, i I can see either way, but but I mean, for him, and his quote was, it, "It's a business." I mean, that's and that's what it's become. And yeah, whether you like that or not, for teams that, at our level, uh, guys come to Georgia, like a lot of them want to be a part of the, the culture and the, the prestige and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of these guys come to us because we're a springboard to the NFL. I mean, we're that's, that's why they, they come here and maybe they fall in love with us while, while they're with us. And, uh, we can, we can give them a great experience while they're here. And, um, obviously anybody that shows up to Athens is going to, is going to fall in love with it. Uh, but, They come here to go to the NFL, and, I mean, I don't blame them. I mean, you think of a guy like Andrew Thomas who's going to go in the – who may go in the top three. Uh, If not, he'll be in the top five uh, for the the draft. I mean, a torn ACL for him is like a – that's like a lifetime's worth of money that he might miss out on. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, generation-changing money. Um, So, I mean, from his perspective, you – like I, I understand why he did it. Do I think he's less of a dog for doing that? I personally don't feel that way. Uh, it's a, it's the culture of what's been happening. Um, but do I want to see these guys play? Absolutely. This is the last time we're going to get to see them play. They're they're kind of setting the tone for us going into next year. I mean, I I don't know about you, but we're still dealing. With that Texas game from last year, <laughs> I mean that I feel like that that game has has permeated into this year to a degree, from the way we kind of showed up in that game um, from an, from an offensive standpoint or, or lack thereof. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. I mean a lot of our a lot of our guys sitting out and just the lack of offensive production and obviously a lot of uh, scenarios being or a lot of uh, insight being drawn from that game for our game coming up on uh, uh, on New Year's Day. But uh, I I kind of lean both ways. I don't know if I'm if I'm I, I, my heart wants these guys to play, but my head's like I understand why you're not playing, but I hate it. Like I, I hate that this is what it's come to. And um, and I, I can't remember what beat writer I saw, but they said I never like from 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 henceforth, as long as there's a playoff, I will never count a a non-playoff bowl game like towards a team and whether they're good or not because you're going to have all these all these guys that are either sitting out or uh that injured that aren't showing up to the game i mean we're going to get to it our team is decimated it is absolutely decimated
1: We've got like twenty five guys in in New Orleans right now, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, we can and, field a, a full team. And then we have three guys that are sitting on the bench cheering us on. You know, <laughs> yeah,
0: we've got we've got Rodrigo playing whiteout. Um, <laughs> yeah, that includes the kicker playing <laughs> offense. <laughs> so I mean, that's kind of where I stand on it. it, it it's kind of a head heart thing for me, and, and I hate it, but it's a reality, and, and it is a business, and so the amount of money that gets poured into this stuff now, there's no way that it
1: can't be a business. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's obviously the, the, the bowl dynamic has changed so much, not only over the past five years or 10 years or 15 years, but now you have where, I mean, you look back basically before the BCS system, Uh, I guess that was about 20 years ago. No. Oh my gosh. Maybe 25. (laughs) Okay. Wow. We're getting old. Um, (laughs) So you look back, you know, before the BCS system, and you know these the Rose Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, and the Orange Bowl used to all mean something because they were pretty much all like national champions or national championship games. Like, <laughs> you know, you could be eleven and zero and be playing in the Rose Bowl, and then eleven and zero and be playing in the Orange Bowl, and it's like if you, whoever looks the best on New Year's Day might be the national champion and it's the you know obviously the ap would decide it and all that and then they had all these different rankings so it's like okay which ones are claimable what you know what's the situation there so it makes sense that there used to be all this i mean this excitement that surrounded these games and now they have the new Year's six games so they're trying to sell that all these games mean something but let's be honest, the only one, the only ones that actually mean something are the two that are leading into, you know, as the playoff games, leading into the national championship. Um, but anyway, I digress on that. I agree. I think that it's just kind of one of those things that it's, this, it's the nature of the beast at this point, and it sucks. And I care more about college football, but obviously these kids aren't, you know, on scholarship for nothing. You know, they're trying to come here, and they're trying to make it in the NFL – and I get that. It just it just sucks. I wish it was you know less of a of a situation. You know, but uh, and a lot of these kids have insurance policies through the schools, which is nice. But it's not like they want to. You know, they would rather be they would rather have a, a salary in the NFL uh, and and have those big contracts. Anyway, uh, Chance, do you want to comment on the Clemson Ohio State game?
0: Uh, what a game! Yeah, what a game! That was fun to watch, man. Uh, Ohio State came out guns blazing, and honestly, I mean, uh, really felt like they could have ran away with that. But I, but Clemson's obviously the best team that Ohio State's played, and they're people haven't really been talking about them much because they have literally, they it's it's like they've been playing uh, in a like foray of, of Georgia high school football. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I mean you're exactly right, and uh, and so I, naturally nobody's going to talk about them, but they have been defeating teams decisively, and uh, Clemson Clemson looked really good, but I I personally felt like Ohio State really controlled that game the whole time, and just uh, they they, they, have they own the whole it. thing, yeah, they yeah. really should have, and and I I felt going into it, I just didn't want it to happen, but Ohio State is a more complete team really across the board I felt like there had been playing that way had played more games and Clemson to me they just got popped in the mouth early and they just hadn't been popped in the mouth and it was almost like they were dazed there at the beginning and finally caught their like caught their grip and 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 started playing but really just some dumb mistakes by Ohio State kind of put them in that put Clemson in that position but but at the same time if you're going to give that to Clemson a team of that caliber they're going to they're going to make you pay. They're gonna make yeah. you pay for that, and obviously they did with the win. And there were some controversial calls and stuff like that. the the um, The strip, the fu- the fumble, like Man, on that pass, that
1: was I, I I didn't want it to be, but that was definitely a fumble and and, and a pick or a, a, a scoop and score, as ESPN likes to say.
0: Well, and my thing my thing was is I in real time I was I immediately said that's incomplete. To me, it was really? too fat. To me, it was too fast. I thought oh, I I because like if you look if you watch it in real time it happened instantly, like it just all happened so fast. Yeah, yeah. And, and the and it had to be something about the definition, like I guess whatever, however they define a football move or whatever the case may be. But I saw, but when I saw it in real time, I was like, that's incomplete. Like I immediately said that before he'd even. I, I had almost yelled it as soon as he, as soon as he dropped it and picked it up because I was like that happened way too fast. And, yeah. um, but that, that was my only thing. And then when they start talking about real time, cause that, the, the little ref, all these channels now have like the ref analyst that just kind of pipes in during a replay and so it's just, cool. <laughs> and, and
1: you know, what's so funny is when they get it wrong, they're like, Oh, this is definitely going to be <laughs> <laughs> <You> know. <no. laughs> well, that
0: guy, that guy was, he was like, without a doubt, he was like, this is getting overturned. I yeah. mean, he came at it. He came at it hot. And, um, and sure enough, they they overturned it, and um, which I I thought was interesting because they had about talked me into it, but um, so I don't know that was that was an interesting call. But
1: uh, well, I mean, you also look at the the uh, helmet to helmet the targeting foul. Oh yeah, it was like I watched a video, saw a video that somebody was like, this is targeting, and it was whenever the Oklahoma guy squared up on the LSU player and knocked his head clean off, and then it was. And then it was like, this is a tackle. (laughs) And it was whenever the Ohio Ohio State guy hit Trevor Lawrence. And, I mean, basically anytime you slow anything down and it looks like they make helmet-to-helmet contact, I mean, in real time, it just looked like a really good play. And Trevor Lawrence also ducks underneath him. And a guy can't make – people think these decisions are, like, very conscious. But he's just like – it's an instinctive decision for him to duck down – And then, and the linebacker or cornerback, whatever it was, you know, he's already coming full speed. I mean, he can't just be like, oh, Trevor is ducking down. Let me, let me make sure I get under his shoulder pads. Like, I don't get it, man. And it, and it always favors the offense, which is why I hate it so much because, you know, I like, I like to pull for the defense. But that, and then there was the roughing, the punter, and then Ohio State, uh, and I wasn't pulling for Ohio State, but I just felt like the whole time I was like, damn, is this, is like, do you think people watch our games and think that sometimes? Because I was just like, <laughs> I kind of feel bad for these guys because I felt like the refs were just screwing them over. J.K. Dobbins drops that, like, wide-open touchdown, and I think they dropped another touchdown, too.
0: I think he dropped, two. I think he, he had t- I think he had two opportunities to uh, to to to, re- to really seal the game, yeah, and uh, and just didn't do it. And so I mean, you, as much as you want to knock him for that, you had opportunities to to take that lead and win that game, and you didn't do it. And then at the same time, you let Clemson go ninety six yards in four yeah. plays and and, yeah. and win that game. So I mean,
1: how about Law running the ball?
0: I know the guy was a gazelle out there. What
1: did, what did he? What <laughs> What did he run for? Do you know? Like how many yards?
0: Uh, well, he—it was like forty something on that one, the touchdown run.
1: I'm gonna, my uh, computer's like yelling at me. I'm trying to get this thing to pull up. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try as hard as I can to pull this up. But I was just very surprised. I, I, I mean, have they ever used him like that before?
0: Apparently so. Apparently that's kind of a theme. But he pulled the uh. He pulled the the Tebow fake and he, he goes in and draws every linebacker in and throws that yeah. uh, that, that pass over the middle, um, or basically a screen kind of deal, and it super effective um, to get that down was, there.
1: That was wild. He would like run down the line of scrimmage, and then you think, okay, he's about to start running the ball, and then he just slings it down the field by the way he i just checked it he ran for 107 yards he was their leading rusher (laughs)
0: yeah i was about to say i felt like after that run he had to be a leading rusher i mean the guy played really well people giving him slack all season long um the guy played really well when he had to and uh and it it was just a fun game to watch Um, and they
1: took advantage of of you know the big calls they they got that went their way i think they scored on both they scored on both the roughing the punter and the targeting foul drive, yeah. So, yeah, they took advantage of the time, you know, the opportunities they, that they were given. Uh, and basically, the offset for Ohio State, they kind of screwed the pooch. And you know what, Urban Meyer was on that sideline, and Kadana was like, Why is Urban Meyer on the sideline? I was like, I don't know, I guess he's you know, since he's a former coach, like, I guess, but uh, the fact that he was over there just made it more sweet that they lost that football game. Suck it, Urban. Suck it, Irvin. Anyway, we talked enough about that. Uh, Chance, you uh, – <laughs> We just
0: finally – there's finally some interesting football to talk about. So, we're like, oh, this is exciting. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's just so – dude, the, the, the schedule's been so bad. There was two 4 o'clock games today. They were just like, eh. Uh, and then right now, Florida's playing Virginia. Uh, actually, Virginia scored on them. They oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, they scored seven points. But, uh, yeah, I mean, an Orange Bowl – who the hell cares now? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Anyway, um, Chansey, uh I know we kind of talked about it earlier. Uh, do you want to kind of give us a little overview? We had early signing day on, what was it, the 18th? Yes. Yeah, yep. early signing. Yeah, on the 18th. Week before Christmas, we got a few early Christmas gifts. Uh, you want to give us a little overview of the, of the class?
0: I was, so just a personal opinion... Thought it was a really good class. I was excited about it. I felt like we hit a lot of our big, our big points uh, this year. Uh, really went after wide receivers. What do we end up with? Like four? Yeah, we got uh,
1: four, and they're all kind of considered basically top 150 wide, rec- like in the top 150 players in the country. Period. Not just wide receivers.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, I think a, a competent receiver uh that gets an opportunity to play with us right now is like oh there's a lot of opportunity to succeed quickly (laughs) there's a lot of places to play um so i really didn't think we were going to have an issue with that um really sealing the deal on the offensive line as well with guys like tate ratledge uh guys that we were kind of concerned about once Pittman left uh but have done. We have been able to maintain, to hang on to those guys, and I, that was exciting to me. That was obviously a fear when we lose Pittman, who is known for his recruiting. Uh, I mean, really, I, I thought it was a pretty evenly spread early signing day. I mean, I felt like we <clears throat> we hit. We got a few, like I say, got some defensive guys, uh, and I mean, I, I thought it was very evenly spread. Got a good, got a good quarterback. I honestly have not watched any of this. Carson kid so I know nothing
1: about him um, he's, he's pretty solid there's a so I think he's he's at a new high school that I think literally started like he was like the freshman class in the in the school and or somewhere it was just it's a really young school and then I think they went from zero wins then he got there and they went from like zero wins to winning the state championship in one year. Uh, something along those lines, or maybe like a two or three win season. And then this past year, I think his team, he lost like a few of his receivers. It wasn't quite as good, but, um, I think for us to kind of single him out as an early, like target in this situation was good. And obviously we got him committed early which was nice and he stayed committed uh so i think they're pretty high on him um at at, at this point i mean i really would hope that we get a second quarterback i just don't think it's going to happen um which you look at our depth chart right now obviously we're in i I, i'm kind of anticipating from coming back i don't know why we hadn't already talked about this (laughs) but i'm i'm kind of anticipating him coming back uh but at the same time, I think he's probably gonna get. He he said he's received his draft grade recently, and he's gonna sit down with his parents after the Sugar Bowl and kind of go over everything. I'm sure he's gonna talk to Kirby and you know get some get some, um, you know, just get some knowledge on the whole situation. But at the same time, I think he's gonna realize that he can do a little bit better and maybe be a first and second rounder. Uh, but. I think there's a decent chance that he's already got a second or third round grade. I really do. I know he struggled this year, um, at times, but I I I think there's a lot of coaches that would love to have his brain on the sideline, um, or you know, on the field. Um, So anyway, that's that's kind of my thoughts on that. I uh, I don't know. Do you have any any thoughts on Frommer?
0: I, I mean, if he left now, I would just be I would almost be shocked uh just because to be real honest it can't be worse like it it can't get worse than where we're at right now in terms of offensive production and and, and things like that i i think uh, a year with these guys and then maybe a new crop of, of guys coming in uh he'll only be able to go up uh in what we do and we're still going to have a great defense uh that will make can make our offense look look somewhat better. Um, so unless he's just there's something because even my even my mom has, has said something to me, she's like something's something's off. like there's something that we don't know about that's going on here, whether it's an injury or whether it's a it's something going on at home or I don't know what the deal is, but something's off with him and he's just sure. not he's just not clicking with anybody and uh, and so we'll probably never know what that is. Um, but I personally would be surprised if, if he left, uh, right now, um, because I, I guess I haven't really thought about what the draft, the quarterback class looks like next year. Uh, what the, who all is kind of coming out. I guess you got Lawrence, um, trying to think, I guess you'd have Justin Fields, um, if he went out, um.
1: It, it, it honestly would be a pretty crowded class yeah and so
0: maybe may, 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 maybe he does go i, I don't know I, I personally think i'd be surprised if he left um but you got to take all that into account so sure. we'll
1: see i agree i agree well it's going to be interesting um i know production or pr- product <clears throat> productivity wise um i think a lot i think a lot of Teams would expect a lot more of him, and so uh, we'll see if he wants to stay. And you know, maybe potentially boost his draft stock. Uh, we'll see what he does. But if he leaves, um, we're not in great shape. But I know we talked about it last time. Um, you know, there's potential for some guys to transfer in. Uh, but then you, if they don't do that, then uh, or don't go that route, then you have a <laughs> QB room that consists of uh, true freshmen. A, basically, what, junior, a junior guy who transferred away and then transferred back, and he's pretty much a walk-on. Uh, then you have Dwan Mathis, who had the brain injury, so we don't know what the future holds for him. So uh, we need him to stay. <laughs> it's, it's not great as he's been all year. Uh, we need him to stay. Um, just to kind of wrap up some of the recruiting stuff, uh, we did – Like you said, we did get a little bit of a, uh, I would say, a pretty well-rounded class, and there's still a lot of guys. There's still three or four guys that are committed to us but have not signed yet. Um, We've also got a few guys that are going to be announcing their commitment in the Under Under Armour All-American game on Thursday. It's uh, at 6 o'clock. Make sure you're uh, glued to the television then. Darnell Washington, you've heard me talk about him, tied in from Las Vegas. He's supposed to be announcing. um, He is – favoring the dogs is what from what we understand uh but he's already signed for a team so it's like okay we're hearing a lot of smoke from you know the dog camp about him uh it makes me feel good because he's already signed and then there's still more smoke coming out you know uh kind of the same thing with zachary evans running back out of texas uh so yeah i'm um i'm expecting both of them to be dogs they're both five-star players so uh they're pretty good at what they do um and then uh, Keely Ringo, who I thought was going to be in this game, but I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe he's in the uh, Army All-American game. He's supposed to be announcing sometime early January as well, so keep an eye on him. He's that cornerback from uh, Arizona. I've talked about him in Washington like over and over. Um, well, Chance, um, we're going to have a pretty good class. I think there's a pretty decent chance that we actually wind up number one. Yeah. If we kind of secure – these two guys that we have committed uh verbally uh broderick jones and cedric van pran are two awesome offensive linemen one of them actually they may both be five stars you know depending on what website you look at but we need to keep hold on to them um and uh hopefully they'll still be dogs when it comes to uh actual signing day which is not as fun anymore because early signing day takes away all all the fun from it (laughs) um anyway uh chance to be kind of just jump into how we feel about the Sugar Bowl right now and or how bad we feel about the Sugar Bowl.
0: Well, the uh the theme of the week is uh Kirby said it when he say is this um what what did he say this trip, this team and this game. So that was like the three things that he kept saying in his press conference, which I didn't understand all of it <laughs> and what he was going for there, uh, but uh, to handle a couple of them, um, this uh, I guess this trip I am glad they made it all safe and I hope they're having fun. Uh, this game, um, or the, or this team uh, rather, uh, there ain't many of them. <laughs> there ain't many on the team. <laughs> We're uh, we have been the, the the cupboard is bare if you will, and um, and they're talking. The coaches when you get them in the press conferences they're talking a lot about opportunity and a lot of opportunity for young guys to step up and make a make a statement uh, kind of stake their place uh, for uh, this upcoming year and a lot of guys are going to have a lot of chances to do that because man we are wiped out on both sides of the ball uh, it's, it's looking pretty rough uh, for, from that standpoint uh, so that's kind of the overall I guess from the Georgia side that's kind of the theme going in and I think another big theme is are we going to play this game like last year I think this is everybody keeps drawing the from the similarities between this year and last year and I think there are a ton uh at the same time I think from this year we have last year to feed off of and uh our our performance or lackluster performance is still in the is still in the left in the mouth of of some of these guys who are who are still playing in this game and so i've like i said i i honestly have not thought about this game until within the last week it has been just repressed from my mind i just haven't wanted to wanted to think about it but we are here and i have no idea what's going to happen I truly yep. I have no idea. Uh, I don't know what your immediate thoughts are, but well, I, that's
1: that's kind of what I was saying the other day. Where <laughs> I, I said we were, uh, what did I say? We were like coasting, yeah, coasting into New Orleans on fumes and playing with our JV squad. And you were like, "Yeah, I don't know, coasting's kind of giving them a little bit too much credit." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, crawling, limping, uh, we're we're there." but it's not really the it's not the university of georgia football team uh, that's there it's kind of a skeleton of what we once were um the biggest issue is I, for the most part the defense remains somewhat intact the guy that we're gonna miss the most jr reed um <laughs> apparently he has a minor foot injury i don't know how much i believe it to be honest with you i mean and it, and it sucks to say that but you know, maybe he did hurt himself and maybe it's just kind of one of those things like, look, you don't want to hurt this more. You know, think about what your future, which makes sense. But if it's kind of one of those things that he made the quote and the comment, like we talked about the other day, how he's like, I'm I'm a dog and the dogs are playing in New Orleans or something like that. And then he like decides the week of that he's actually not going to play. If it's like that, which is actually all speculation, uh, then that's kind of bullcrap. But if it is truly an injury and he doesn't want to hurt it anymore, then I completely understand that. Aside from him, most everybody else that we're going to lose on – that we're not going to have on defense due to either suspensions, academics, uh, I I think one or two guys might be preparing for the NFL. Uh, Tyler Clark is one of them who nobody even knows. I, I, I think everybody's just like, Somebody saw that Tyler Clark was like still in Atlanta on his Instagram story, and it's like, oh God <laughs> like, <laughs> When did this happen? And then uh and then Devon Wilson, who would probably be the biggest uh, like uh, other player that might have some impact on it. Um, you know, we still got Mark Webb and Tyreek Stevenson that play that star position too. And Mark Webb actually played more than him, I think, you know, down the stretch. So and Tyreek Stevenson he might be the most talented player on the defense, which is which is saying something. So I'm uh, I'm not too worried about the defense. What I am worried about is our offensive line. <laughs> or lack like their <laughs> Yeah, I was supposed to say again. Like thereof. uh Chancy, uh, it, it's looking like it's looking like we're gonna be working with with one of two death charts here. Le- I'm gonna go from left tackle to to right tackle. Mays, or Xavier Trust. Apparently, I don't know. <laughs> he's that he's that kid from Rhode Island who's like 6'7", like three thirty five. He's a massive human being, but I think he's a true freshman. I might be wrong there. Left guard Kinley, thank the Lord, he's he's thank you, he's healthy. Uh, Trey Hill makes sense uh some people are saying warren erickson might get that right guard spot obviously if trust plays in that left tackle spot which would surprise me a lot because i think everybody was thinking Mays, then Mays will be in the right guard spot and then we'll have sawyer in the right tackle or or vice versa there um (laughs) but just thinking about what we lost explain to to the people chancy in in terms of 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 what we lost <laughs> on 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 the, on our our two towers on the end, our bookends. What do we lose there, Chancy?
0: It's is the equivalent of uh, the way I've, I'm envisioning it. Envisioning it is like the Great Wall of China <laughs> versus like your fence in the backyard. <laughs> it's a little high. It's tough to get over. But you can still get over it. <laughs> I mean, I <I'm
1: laughs> hey, I threw you a bone there and you just, or I threw you a softball and you just knocked it out of the park there. I mean, uh. it's,
0: it, man, we are, we're going to miss so much experience from that. I mean, we, our offensive line has, has come under, has come under scrutiny. I mean, we've given up a few big sacks and things like that. And, and, and but, I mean, we're gonna miss these guys a ton. I mean, and Baylor's not working with a, a crazy defense. I mean, they're nothing to to write home about. But I mean, they're a good defense for, for Big Twelve standards and, and have have lined up with with the the, the best of them. Uh, but man, we just like I said, we don't even we don't even know what's the likely lineup for for our offensive line. Like, who's even gonna start? Like it, yeah. it's like it's a question as to who even's gonna go out on the field first, and that's that's terrifying, man. That's that really is terrifying.
1: Uh, and well, then not only that, you look outside of the offensive line, and you've got, I think Pickens is there. I hope he's there. He is there. I've know. seen this. i Yeah, I've seen him. He he okay. has been practicing, so he is there. Like so, it'll be, it'll be Pickens, Tyler Simmons. And Demetrius Robertson. Because Dominique is hurt. Cager is hurt. And then we don't really know what Swift is doing. He's there. And he says he wants to play. How much do you believe that? I think he wants to play. Like, yeah. his
0: heart wants to play. Yeah. I don't – if he if he touches the ball, I would – I'd be surprised. I mean, I, was, I, I don't yeah. even know if he's going to dress out. I mean, that was kind of my – that was kind of my thought. I, I think his injury is pretty severe um like relative like I, I think it is pretty substantial i mean he was non-existent during the SEC championship game and we barely even handed the ball off to him and if he should if he played I, I, i'm approaching this as i'm not going to see him to he's he's touched the ball for the last time sure. <laughs> with with Georgia i mean I, if anything it'll be something I mean, just very similar to the SEC championship game. I just feel confident that he hasn't healed yet because uh, it seemed pretty substantial. So I mean, you're looking at you're looking at cooking Zamir as the guys are going to be uh, really toting the ball for us. And I mean, I feel like you're going to see a heavy dose of Zamir. I mean, I really yeah. think. Uh, I mean, you, McIntosh, you know, you, we'll, we'll see him out there for sure because we're going to be we're going to be short, man. I mean, without Swift and Harrion – harion's uh, a huge i mean Harrion was like our only offensive
1: production last year yeah. <laughs> i mean he put, he, really, he was the only guy who seemed to care
0: yeah i mean he put the team on his back and he's a guy that we need in a game like this and the fact that he's not there is uh that that hurts uh th- that that hurts big time so uh, so anyway so i i truly don't know what's going to show up i mean it Bay, Baylor's coming to play and they've got a bone to pick apparently uh the the head coach rule or i think is his name yeah uh, apparently he's a front runner for the new york giants job which is kind of crazy
1: a lot of people are saying he's gonna leave and take that job um, i mean
0: he's got he used to coach there or something like that he was an assistant or, or and they've always just been infatuated with him uh, which is a pretty they, bold. They need loop. somebody else. To- <laughs> <laughs> you gotta try something that different. <laughs> that, th-
1: that team is terrible, and and the thing is, what he did outside of the football field or off the football field at that in that program, I think kind of speaks a lot more to you know his character. Well, obviously to his character, but people love that. I mean, they see the leadership traits, and he's also seems to be a good like you know strategic mind. So. I'm – um, yeah, I'm thinking he's probably going to be gone, uh, which, you know, could or could not work in our favor. A lot of teams, like, when they realize, like, maybe he'll tell them right before the game or something, it's just like that's motivation. <laughs> Do something they're, real they're, stupid. <laughs> well, I, well, I don't know. You know, you, it could be like, hey, let's win more – you know, win one more for, for Coach Rule, you know, or something like that. Or maybe he's already t- told the team. Who knows? Uh, I mean, I, who's we're all speculating that he's been, like – actually offer the job nobody knows uh but i will say that (sighs) baylor's just kind of in a situation just like texas last year and even more so because we have last year we had what deandre walker and uh, baker sit out and then maybe there's one or two other guys uh this time we've got pretty much like half our team or half our starters are either sitting out or suspended or academically ineligible Uh, Ben Cleveland is academically ineligible we could use him I mean he would be in that right guard spot and that way we can move Cade Mays around wherever we wanted to put him or put Sawyer there I mean who knows it's just has never been I mean last year I think we were kind of expecting okay we'll come into Texas just kind of put our head down and just just run the ball over him and, and we'll be fine and escape with a win and this year it's like, okay, feels a lot more like Texas. We have less bodies to throw at them, less talent that we're taking with us, and it feels like there's a dark cloud around us right now. It just feels like we have zero momentum. In fact, it feels like we're we're just walking backwards is feels what it feels like. So I'm just I'm just really hoping I've been reading that the team has been focused and energized and having fun with it. And that's what you want, man. It's like, okay, you're taking this trip to New Orleans. If you can't get them motivated by the fact that they're gonna win something, because I mean, it's the Sugar Bowl. To me, it still means something, but to them, maybe it doesn't. Then just let them have fun. Let's go out there and have a good time and remember why you play the football, play the game, and maybe that'll be enough to where, hey, they're gonna go out there and have fun and play well. Uh, and or maybe it's will be the opposite. Maybe they will just not give a damn. But <laughs> well, this you game take your
0: chances. I mean, this game it it can definitely get out of hand fast. I mean, this is a game that we could easily easily just they go up. I mean, look what they did to Oklahoma. Oklahoma, they put up twenty eight points on them in a the blink of an eye. I mean, at yep. one point it was like thirty. It was twenty eight to uh seven or something like that uh and obviously Oklahoma stormed back and and ended up winning that game but Bay- Baylor's quarterback apparently there was some talk about him not being able to play but I've, I mean he'll be he'll be playing I mean there's no
1: real question about that uh they've got well, he was he was injured late in the season and I think he got injured against maybe it might have been their last game of the season. Um, or maybe it was no. He, it looks like he got injured in the Oklahoma game, but yeah, they've had like two or three different quarterbacks play for them down the stretch. Whenever he was injured, and um, he's good. I mean, I watched him. I watched him play against Oklahoma and was like, man, this kid is legit. He's for real. I and mean, he's um, let's see, yeah, he's, he's number twelve, Charlie Brewer. I was gonna say, yeah, he's got twenty touchdowns and six six interceptions on the year. So I mean. And he's throwing like sixty-five percent. I mean, he's, he's got good numbers, and he's don't get me wrong. I mean, he's putting up a lot of these numbers against teams like you know, West Virginia and Texas Tech and whatnot. But Kansas, but you know. and they're
0: not and they're not putting up Big Twelve numbers either. Like they're not putting up these big, high scoring numbers. Like really across the board, nothing nothing crazy uh, yeah. from from the the numbers that that, that I saw. So I mean.
1: Well, they've had the production though. They've had the yardage. I yeah, mean, I mean they're
0: they're nothing. a they're a run they're a run first kind of kind of offense. I mean they, yeah. they 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 run the ball to open up the pass. They're they're a run spread team and 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 Charlie uh, he's a I mean he'll he's kind of like a uh, Ellinger kind of style where he'll he'll kind of take the ball and, and go uh, more often than not. Um, so I mean he's he kind of brings that same. He's one of those that, like I said, same thing Ellinger did to us. He breaks up out that 15, 20 yard run, kind of just scoots through there, and just yeah. takes off down the middle of the field, and um, slides, yeah, he's, jumps he's up, double. does a fist, yeah. does a fist, just like punches the air, gets the whole team jacked up, <laughs> and then it's terrible. Um, that's that's literally the stuff that that can happen in this game. So, um, I mean, to me, I think our defense keeps us in it. And I think our offense is what keeps us out of it. I mean, to be to be real honest, I, I, I don't think Baylor runs away with it. The only the only if they do run away with it, my, my thing is is they're either going to score all their points in the first quarter, where we're just kind of gathering ourselves, or they score them all in the fourth quarter when we've exhausted our defense because we can't get a first down. I mean, to me, that's – to me, we're going to – I don't think they're going to be able to create a lot of momentum against us like that will last throughout the game. I think mm-hmm. our defense is too good for that. Uh, but, I mean, heck, we, talk, we got beat down by LSU, but they only had 17 points or 14 points, whatever, at halftime. I mean, that offense that just put up five, six passing touchdowns against Oklahoma in the first half of a playoff game, mm-hmm. we held them to – 14, 17 points in uh, a half, and so I mean our defense is going to be great, and and I just hope that was that, our
1: only accomplishment of that day. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was it.
0: Um, so that that that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. I, I think our mentality is a little different going into this game. I think the coaching staff has approached this very differently. You hear a lot of conversation about our practice schedule and a lot of good on good. But at the same time, that's our only option because of the lack of <laughs> our, our good on good and practices because that, that's all we got. Um, <laughs> that's so all we have left. <laughs> that's all we got going into this. So, I mean, do I expect us to win this game? No, I, I, I'm just going to be real honest. Uh, I'm, I, I can easily see us just – kind of a being a very similar to last year, or or, or not, I don't know. I mean, I, I think if we have a bad game offensively, I really think you see a change at offensive coordinator. Um, Kirby has said that he's going to um, – no coaching changes will be made until after the bowl game. Yeah. And so uh, that's a comment that gives him the freedom to do whatever he wants to. And if he can't show any sign – I mean, even with a depleted offense – with the amount of talent we've got, you've got to show us something. You got to show a wrinkle or, or something. i don't know. In um, my I, expect- I, full, I, I
1: fully expect there to be changes on the offensive side. Well, there has to Maybe. be. Yeah, there. Ha- I mean, there- because we I,
0: can't, we can't. Our, our game is built on a power run. I mean, a run the ball, but we don't have an offensive line.
1: Well, we do. We do run a version of the spread. It's like a, it is like a pro style spread. Is the right. best way to put it. Um, but it's just it's tough because we it's almost we we don't have all the personnel that's for one and then you you're running plays where when you have a guy who can like a quarterback who can run it gives another gives another option to the play you know truly you know some of these some of these rpos that we try to run there's really only two threats whenever there should be three so I agree. There's going to be some, some sort of changes. I think there's either going to be, they're either going to bring somebody in a, a lie LSU, or there's going to be a complete, uh, do over offensive coordinator. See who we can bring in. Obviously we got the money to throw at them. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I just have <clears throat> a few comments. One about Baylor one, Charlie Brewer, uh, like I said, I think he's the real deal. Um, I fully expect him to be very accurate and he is also mobile. Um, but he's 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 not Lamar Jackson <laughs> you know the guys the guy's not invincible I think we're still gonna get some pressure on him up front I mean like I said our basically our front seven you know with with the exception of Tyler Clark being a sub-in guy on like a second or third down um, our front seven remains intact you know we've got our inside outside linebackers and our defensive ends and defensive tackles are all the same so we'll be fine there I think we will get some pressure Um the Baylor offensive line—it's just crazy to think that they're all. I mean, these are all these are all guys. Like I think they had one or two four stars in their last recruiting class, and we have like twenty-five five stars on our team. You know, so I, the talent levels really, even if with our second team, shouldn't even be that close. But that doesn't really matter when you got a team who's as motivated as they are. You know, that's what Texas did last year. Yeah, were we more talented than Texas? Yeah. But were we we more physical that day? You know, did we want it more that day? Hell no. We got got embarrassed last year. And I don't think they're going to let that happen again. And I'm not going to say I expect us to win or to lose. I'm hoping to watch a fighting team. And I'm hoping to watch a win. I mean, I want to have that momentum going into next year. I'll also say weirdly baylor has a defensive tackle i just saw this they have a defensive tackle that has 12 and a half sacks on the year so obviously he's doing something right <laughs> but he's got 12, 12 and a half sacks on the year uh i don't know how many tfls he has but they've got some guys that can play they've got some defensive linemen that can play and i'd fully expect them to be on in their fifth gear and just be i mean they they want to win this game and prove themselves more than anybody even if, you know, their coach is rumored to be going to the Giants. So I just want us to come in. I want a heavy dose of I mean, Zeus and Cook. I mean Cook's lucky to be playing in this game. I was really expecting this game to be Harry and, and Zeus. Obviously with Harry and not playing. Let's see what let's see what the true sophomores can do, man. I mean I think they're both super talented. I think they both can uh, can get it done. Uh, but let's uh, let's just make sure we can actually move some people off the offensive line because we don't have half of our offensive line. Anyway. So
0: I, that, that that's kind of my – I mean, that's that's what I'll, I'll – my, my last thought is I have no idea what's going to happen on Wednesday. I literally have zero clue. But I'm right there with you. Just Just give a damn. Just, yeah. like, just care about it. Don't lay down. Yeah, just yeah. don't lay down. Yeah, I mean, it, like I say, if we go – if it's a tooth and nail claw it to the end of the game and we come up short, but, my God, we left it all out on the field, that's, yeah. that's what I want. I, I want us to have at least tried because I ended last season and had to sit there for six, seven months and be like, my God, we just didn't give a rip. We just uh, did not give a rip going into that. And – uh I, I, I can't have... I can't go through life like that. <laughs> it's a struggle as much as it is. I, I, need, I need y'all to give me something.
1: <laughs> as sucky as the off season is, it's a lot worse when you lose your bowl game. And especially, you lose it in that fashion. Yeah, especially when you lose it in that fashion. Not as bad as whenever you lose... <laughs> what was it? The Was it the Music City Bowl that we lost to UCF? Oh my I don't God. know. No, the Liberty Bowl or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Like, not as bad as that but uh pretty pretty darn bad um i agree chance i i just want to see let's get some motivation it doesn't matter if it's authentic or not let's just be let's just be confident let's be motivated and go take care of business or at least try to um games at eight right eight o'clock on 45 my god dude i'm not going anywhere for that game no. I'm gonna just like I might drink a beer before the game and just be like this. This is a weekday. I gotta work. tomorrow. <laughs> I
0: was about to say I gotta work. I gotta work all day tomorrow. Like all day New Year's Eve, and then I gotta work all day the day after New Year's, and it's 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 hell on wheels. So, I've uh it it's terrible. I'm gonna be up till however long it's gonna take for that game to get over. <laughs> Go to bed at one thirty. So last
1: year, last year I don't think it ended. I mean, it was the same thing. I don't think it ended until. Till uh, like midnight, maybe might, might have been like one o'clock. Anyway, I mean it's it just sucks to not be very pumped up about your last game. Yeah, you know, I mean it. The the it just feels like nobody really cares. I hope they do. I hope they. I mean you you've you've seen a lot of these promos on the, you know the social media accounts and stuff like that. And they're trying to get everybody excited and show that the players are excited. So, um. I just hope. I hope that's the case.
0: The whole world has counted us out, so let's uh, let's let's go prove them wrong, maybe.
1: Yeah, let's hope so. <laughs> go dogs! Hey man,
0: dogs on top. I want football to be over. <laughs> <laughs>